Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Now, I'm laughing because I told my special guest that I would text him before I go online, and now I text the number, but I don't know if it's the right number or not. So, I am going to look at this because I just basically asked him if he was ready for the show, so I hope I sent it to the right number because I have more than one number. So let me send it to this number and ask him if he is ready. So, again, I want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I want to thank you for joining me here at Facebook Live. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate the feedback that I'm getting in regards to the information that is being shared. Because this information is not just to throw stones at individuals. It's to help educate, empower, support, and make people aware. Now, when I say make people aware, many of you know that I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. And being a licensed marriage and family therapist does not mean that I only work with individuals in regards to relationships. I also address um, mental health issues, behavioral issues, addictions, addictive behavior, which brings us to today's topic, which has to do with, again, relationships. Now, what I want to talk to you guys about, and I am going to talk to you guys about, I learned about a new term called Situationship. Now, I know that I'm seasoned. I know that I am. I, I can't even lie about it. Can't hide the wrinkles. They say black don't crack, but sometimes we kind of smudge a little bit. But by that same token, there's a lot of things that are going on in the world today when it comes to dating, when it comes to hooking up, when it comes to how individuals are getting to know each other. Now, back in the day, people used to try to hook you up with people. I thought that was the hookup. Or they'll send you on blind dates or, you know, your mother tell you, i got this person I want you to meet and they're really a nice guy. Or, or sometimes um, parents would try to hook their daughters up with particular men and sometimes people's mother or vice versa, however you look at it. But now when we start talking about these different forms of dating, we also have online dating. We have so much stuff going on. To, I'm going to tell you, it scares me because I'm just like, I don't want to participate in that stuff. Now, when we talk about situationships, at first I thought, how people get in these situations? Did you not know? Did you talk about it? Did you ask? And even when we talk about dating, dating with a purpose was a show that we did before. Dating with Intentions, what are your intentions? I remember a person told me that my mother asked him, what are your intentions with my daughter? And I was a teenager then. I didn't even know my mother even asked that question. My mother wanted to know, what is your intentions with my child? And today that makes a lot of sense because some individuals' intentions can be good and some people's intentions cannot be so good. How do you know the difference? especially when you think that you are in a relationship with someone, how do you even know if the relationship is toxic, healthy, or even 
even if they even see you as being in a relationship, or could it be that you're in a situation? So let me explain to you, because I'm waiting on my guest to sign in, and he hasn't signed on yet. But how do you know if you are in a situationship? Now, I have posted some things on Facebook because a lot of times, it's like I remember one time my sister said she had a best friend, but she thought her best friend was supposed to be her best friend, only to learn that her best friend had another best friend. So when you're talking about dating someone, how do you know that you're not dating this person? That person don't even tell nobody that they're dating you. To where it may be a one-sided relationship, or you may think that you guys are exclusive or that's your boo, only to find out that is not your boo. Now, with a situationship, they defined it as a romantic or sexual relationship that is not considered to be formal or established. I was saying earlier that I was guilty of stuff like that because I would go along to get along. If somebody came to me and I'm like, okay, I remember a guy one time gave me a, a Valentine's card and he said, I like you, do you like me? Check the box. I didn't check the box. He got mad at me. Check the fucking box. <laughs> I was like, really? You know, but when we talk about these things, and we got to call it, call, call it in, we talk about these things sometimes. Sometimes the other person may not know that they're in a relationship. Now, because people are hooking up. Now, I've got a caller that just called in. Number ended in 9811. What is your take on the situation before I'm giving more information about this? Uh, yes, ma'am. Now, I've heard of the concept of situationship before. I'm a little bit older, so this makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. It, it didn't make sense to me either. But I heard a person, it was Stefan Speaks. I was listening to him talk about how people get caught up in situationship. And I was wondering. Can I throw my understanding and then I'll be completely quiet? Yes, you can throw my your understanding. Yes, ma'am. Uh, my understanding is that young people are so ridiculous these days that they have all access to all information all the time and very short attention spans and easy communication with each other. So they just don't get in relationships because that would actually have some, you know, accountability and responsibility. Mm-hmm. And then they can throw that away because there's somebody else. All you have to do is slide your thumb on a screen to find another person who'd be. Mm-hmm. So everything mm-hmm. is ridiculous these days. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Like I said, I'm 50 some years old. I had never of that term, situationship. I heard when Jada Pickett-Smith said a triangulation, I got that part, but they talk about is a situationship considered dating? And the answer is, they say, situationships usually are forms of casual dating, but with a murkiness, and this murkiness is caused by the lack of clear communications about what's happening. So one person may not say nothing. So you may think that because you went out on one or two dates or because you had sex with this person. And I've heard people say, I'm hooking up. And I think that is so dangerous. Even as a therapist, and I'm working with couples or I'm working with people that may have 
gotten into relationships, didn't take on the responsibilities, didn't want to be clear to say we are exclusive. They wanted an open relationship, which I also think is dangerous, because why would you want an open relationship with someone to where it's not clear that you sleeping with this person, that person? So you're right. A lot of times, but I'm going to say this. Not only are young people doing it, old people are doing it too, because they feel it comes with no commitment. And that's the scary part. So when we talk about is it good or is it bad, now part of it is did you sign up for this? Did you consent to this? And did you now, do you now, once you start catching feelings, want to change the rules? With a situationship, it's not necessarily a bad thing per se. What they indicate is they can be great for people who aren't ready to commit to a full relationship, but are still looking for emotional and physical connection. I don't think that's fair. I believe that you should be honest. I believe that you should be open. I believe that you should be able to talk about this. Okay, I got a caller calling in. Let me knock them in. Number in What is your take on this with a situationship? Okay, you just logged on. The last four numbers is 9732. It's bad. Sometimes we don't even know our own phone number sometimes. I know the area code, but I don't know if this is who I think it is. Are you calling to listen? Are you calling to join in on the conversation? They're not saying nothing, so I guess they can't hear me. Now, the first caller that called in, I don't know if you want to say your name, but I have a question for you. And I know what you said, that you said a lot of younger people are doing these things because they're hooking up, they're dating. We may know the traditional way of go see, so you meet somebody. When do you tell a person that you're interested? Or, you know, do you just go along to get along? Is it space not? Or how do you even nowadays let a person know I'm feeling you, I can see us going somewhere. Because some people might think that's just corny. Um, I, I don't know. I have the benefit of uh, being raised pretty traditional Catholic. So uh, if you tell somebody, hi, I'm interested in you, I'd like to court you, then you might be able to get in with her family, talk to her father, maybe get his permission. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We used to do this. This was actually the way things have been for thousands of years. The way mm-hmm. things are going these days is ridiculous because we have now people trying to get attention on the Internet and being mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this new stuff is terrible and ridiculous, and I just don't want to see a bunch of young ladies out there forming like an OnlyFans account and being 60 years old with 10 cats, dying alone. Because that's what they're asking for. Which is dying alone. But you know what? <laughs> Not only that doing an online dating, there are men out there too. I can say as a therapist, there are not probably as many men, and some people get catfished. Now, what we're talking about with situationships, these people are connecting. They're seeing each other. It's not just an online, I'm meeting you. These are people that are hooking up, going places, doing 
their relationship. So one would say, yes, ma'am. can a situationship turn into love? Can you both later agree to say, you know what, I think that you have potentials, or you know what, I'm, I'm going somewhere in life, or whatever the case may be, you know, they looked at to see if they were compatible. They looked to see if they had interests. They looked to see to make sure both people are available. Because I can see a no. situation if, if a person is not available. And the, re- the reason that I, the reason, I'm sorry, the reason I disagree with that is that women control um, the sexual relationship, especially if you're not married, mm. and men control the relationship. So you cannot get in a relationship unless the man is agreeing to it and women control the sexual boundary. So I think that women should hold off until men know for a long time. Until there's a ring on the finger, until they walk down the aisle. Yeah, I think that would be probably the best thing as it has always been (laughs) until recently. You know what? I really hope we get some more callers calling in because... And I'm not saying I'm not promoting adultery. I'm not promoting fornication. I'm not promoting any of that. So I want to say that disclaimer. I just wanted to know more information about a situation. Because I was listening to this step up. One of the things he said is it can make one miss out on their blessing, meaning while you're entertaining that, you might miss out on the person that may be for you. While you're playing these games to where you are allowed to not have to, and I'm not saying that I'm not seeing that every relationship is healthy. I'm not seeing that either, because sometimes you get people that hook up that don't even have no business even probably speaking to each other, and sometimes married. Because as a therapist and working with couples, and I hear so many different um, marital issues or discourse that are happening within a relationship. It makes me wonder, did you guys even talk about this before it became an issue? Were you proactive? Are you reacting to things, or is this a radioactive topic? Now, with the question, and it indicated, can a situation turn into love? They say many situations do go the distance and turn into love being committed relationships, but it can also be an easy way out for some who want to keep options open. Meaning, those who want help, thinking that there might be someone better out there dating, or so therefore they can say, you know what, I didn't ever say you was my girl. Never say and they was like unspoken. And that's where it can become a problem. Now, like I said, somebody else is on the line, and they're not saying anything, and I want to hear their thoughts in regards to this. And if you're on Facebook and you have any questions, you can either type it in, you can join me via Facebook, or you can call in at 516-387-1914. Because this is an open forum, and the sad part about it is if you are in a situationship and you don't even know it. I'm looking at something, and I'm getting it straight off the Internet, and it talks about what is a friend zone versus a situationship? Because some people can be friends with benefits. Now, I don't think that's healthy. I don't want to be sleeping with my friends like that and think because we just have a benefits because are you having benefits with everybody? That could be a problem. Now, when they talk about what is a friend zone versus 
um, situationship. So I'm going to ask you a question. What do you think the difference is between somebody being in a friend zone and being in a situationship? Uh, yes, man. That's actually pretty simple. Um, like I said, uh, females uh, control sex. So if there are males that are their friends, they put them in the friend zone. And, uh, yeah, like I said, men control the relationships. So if you want to have an actual bond with somebody, a tie to somebody, then you're going to have to present yourself as somebody that would be, you know, worth being bonded to. But mm. women these days, I don't know. I I mean, I can easily blame them on feminism and se- the sexual liberation where all these women are coming out and just, yeah, we can sleep with all the men we want. It's like, oh, no, men, like men, we, we shuddered in our – Oh no, we we all shiver with women just willing to sleep with you. What? what? It doesn't mean anything. I'm laughing. I'm laughing, and I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing because I'm hearing what you're saying. But by that same token, there are a lot of thirsty women out there too. There are a lot of women that are letting men dictate how the relationship is going to go. I've seen that go no. both ways. You know, back yes, in the ma'am. day. Yes, ma'am. No, no. That's never gone both ways. No, women control access to sexual encounters. Men control access to relationships. That's what I was saying. Okay. Okay. All right. So when we talk about the friend zone, meaning a friendship that will turn into a love relationship, but in some cases the boundary between the friendship and love is less clear when you get into that gray area. That's where it becomes a situationship where you can start off as friends and some individuals, and I'm going to say this, a lot of times now that even being a therapist, I've learned a lot about sex addiction. Some individuals have sex addiction and there's different types of sex addiction. Now, there's a lot of misconception on women engaging in like sex. Women have become more Transparent, they're more uh, comfortable with their bodies now than what they used to be years ago because they was it was a stigma. Now, sometimes that stigma we still have in some areas of our life, but when you're talking about a relationship, that's a little different. Now, that women like sex just as much as men do. But then sometimes people have trauma. People have difficulties communicating it. Now, it's not good for a woman to go and say that they have slept with a whole bunch of men because a man may judge them based on that, but they'll give men a pass if a man has slept with a bunch of women. So part of this is when we're talking about a relationship, I don't think that people are communicating and talking to one another are getting to know each other, and you've got to get to know each other outside of the bedroom. You you, you really do. Because yes, yes, can... uh, I'm not trying to interrupt you. I apologize. Keep going. Mm-hmm. No, what were you going to say? I was going to say there's a, there's a large difference between um, the sexual market between men and women. Um, if a man has a large amount of potential mates, He's viewed as high value, and if a woman has a bunch of mates, she's looked down upon. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, if this was an egalitarian perspective, 
this would never happen, but this is a biological one. Mm-hmm. We yeah, we we can't we can't treat that the same way. No, we shouldn't treat it. But this is a thing, and this is because you got to remember, men are physical. Most men get caught up in the physical attraction of a woman, where most women look for what can you do for me, meaning what can you do to add to my life. They most of the time don't care what the person looks like. And a lot of that has kind of flipped a lot because people are doing things differently, and I'm not saying what's right, I'm not saying what's wrong, but we do got to get back to where we're respecting ourselves. I say communication is key. I mean, if I go into a relationship or a situation with somebody, or not a situation, of course you don't want to run them off by making them think, I want to get married today. But you do want to have these conversations to know where their head is or to see where they're going. Because I like working with individuals. And one of the things, and I like reading with Paula White books, and she had a book called Relationship Wholeness, Making Relationship Work. And she said a relationship is healthy when I can be me, you can be you, we can be us. I can grow, you can grow, we can grow. But how can we grow if this is just a situation or a one-sided relationship or something based on convenience or something based on lust or something that we know we're not going anywhere? Now, you don't want to yes, hurt a person. To tell a person. I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to interrupt you. For <laughs> me? Hmm? Oh, no, I'm sorry, ma'am. I wasn't trying to interrupt you. There's just a little background noise from somebody else. I know, I know. Okay, I, I don't want to call your name out because I looked your number up so I know who this is. Number ending in 9723, what you want to add to this conversation? Because I know you got something to say. I'm just listening. <laughs> well, when we talk about situationship, okay, so you said you just listening. When I sent you the information from Stefan Speak, when he was talking about situationship, what did you gather well, from based on that the situation shift the way he was describing it he was he was describing it in a bad form, but I don't think it's a bad form because the situation shift is simply dating, and when you're dating, you're getting to know a person, and after dating so long, you know if it's going somewhere or if it's not mm-hmm. but so one of the things- everybody has situations it just depends on how they handle. Them. How you handle Everybody that. have ships. Mm-hmm. That and when you're in a situation ship, you want to know if you're on a boat with somebody, can you trust them if the boat starts sinking? Mm-hmm. So that's that where situation have room for growth. No, sir, mm-hmm. that concept works out best for the lustful man. You shouldn't be that way. Uh-huh. Well, nobody should be that way. It's okay, two sides. It's not is. just on one side. When yeah, we talk about we should all be in monogamous relationships. This has been thousands of years of try and fail. And okay, so today. I have a question. Yeah, but I'm not into a monogamous relationship without having a, a situation shit with them first. Once How again, chivalry to date. I get one relationship at a time. I get that because it should not be messy. And I believe that you should communicate and you should be clear as to, 
you know, but when you say we should be in a monogamous relationship, you may want to be in a monogamous relationship, but that person may not want to be monogamous with you. Then what do you do? Sorry, what do you do in that situation? I can't hear you, sir. Uh, not be in a relationship. No, you may want to be in Okay, you may say this is the person for me. Because when we start talking about getting your heart broken, when we start talking about um, shows about white shows about one-sided relationships, unhealthy, toxic relationships, the monogamy part is having only having sex with one person, okay? There are too many STDs out there, for, and, and I'm going to tell you, an emotional affair is worse than a physical affair because you got people out there that are crazy, and you playing with them, you don't want to play with people's mind. So when we talk about monogamous, we're talking about one-on-one, uno-uno. So when you in it, you can have a situation with just, and it can be monogamous. It doesn't mean you're bringing more people into the relationship. What happens is you just haven't defined that this is a exclusive relationship, meaning it's me and you, not me, you, so-and-so, 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 and I'm. it's me and you today, but tomorrow I'm going to be going out on a date with Sally Sue. Does that make sense, sir? You know, you know why that's not the same, right? There should be exclusivity all the time when it comes to this stuff. This is old guard. This is thousands of years. People before us tried and failed a bunch of times, and then they brought this information to us. Mm-hmm. And then we're over here acting like we're so smart these days that we can just ignore this. No. The best way to go is to have somebody marry them, then have sex with them. But we keep doing this ridiculous stuff with situationships and false relationships where we think it's okay to fornicate before any actual combination of the two, no unification, no whole. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then, we, and then we're like, why is everything so terrible all the time? It's because we're not coming together. We're not forming a union. Correct. Well, you know what? Like I said earlier, I'm not giving nobody permission to fornicate. I'm not giving nobody the permission to commit adultery. All I'm saying is communicate and be clear as to what your intentions are. Meaning if you meet a person and you're interested, don't even act out on lust. You can be attracted to that person. You can see this person and say, you know what? I see this person as going somewhere in life. I can see this person as my future husband, my future wife. And you start hanging out. You get being around each other. You start liking each other. You start spending time with each other. Because when people start spending time with each other, they start developing feelings for each other. That doesn't mean you got to have sex. Sex actually starts with the thought in your mind is when it starts. It doesn't even have to be physical. So if you say to just let somebody just marry them, and you and they don't even understand the covenant of a marriage, then we're going to have more, I believe, as a purpose, more of a higher divorce rate because you got people that are marrying and still don't even know each other. Well, that comes into my religion as well, Catholicism. There's only three reasons to ever have a divorce. 
abuse, abandonment, adultery. Correct. If that happens, then there's no real reason, you know. You're going to get signed off by every judge in America because this is a heathenistic nation, but you'll never get signed off by a bishop or a priest. But they're not going to talk to clergy. So here we go. When you marry, you have taken this wife as your own. When you're dating, what about saying, hey, you know what? I really want it to be me and you. What about defining where you're going with that relationship? At least you know you're going striving towards the aisle. In a situation, you don't say nothing. You're just there. Why do situationships hurt more than relationships? Situationships hurt folks because they feel like real relationships, meaning you're doing the things that most people do in a relationship, but you're not even in a relationship. And you you didn't. You never made the vows. You never promised before God and community that you would love each other forever. Yes, I, this sounds like a commercial for Catholicism right now. No, this is something we're not even talking about. That we're talking about even in a friendship. There's no we're friendship with sex. We're not even saying you have to have sex. I'm not promoting sex. I'm talking about a situationship. Well, I mean, I, I learned on the whatever podcast the concept of the situationship, and that's uh, young ladies um, having relations with young men, and those young men might be very attractive, some of them might be wealthy, some of them might be doing well for themselves, whatever, but none of them have even tried to date each other. They're not trying to date Nobody's trying to turn this situationship into a relationship, into a marriage, into a family. There's no point for this. But that's not what I'm talking about. What you heard on that podcast is not where I'm going. Not where I'm going. Going at this in a way so that people have an understanding that if you are with someone and they're not trying to commit to you or they're not into you and they're trying to put you in this situation that you don't even know you're in, to try to give people ways of getting out of that. Like I said, I'm not talking about sex. I'm not talking about having multiple partners. I'm talking about the two people in general is what I'm talking about. And it's undefined, meaning if I, if we're in church and you met me and you may be interested and you approach me, and I never tell you I'm interested in you, but yet I just go along uh, and you start having these feelings towards me and you want to marry me, but yet I never even told you I like you. I never said nothing. But you are taking me out, you're doing these things. We go. That's what I'm talking about. That's not fair to you because I'm wasting the, the your concept, so the, so the concept you're talking about is consent and consent alone? Yes, it can be consent, yes, because the two people are together. In some cases, they may consent. In some cases, the other person may not even know. They may not even have a clue because nobody said anything because it is undefined. You don't even talk about it. People just go along and get along. Now, here are some of the things that it talks about. 
A situation should provide the building blocks of a relationship in regards to dates. Sometimes they may have sex, sometimes they may not. Emotional support, they do all of that, but they don't have no label. In a marriage, you have a certificate of marriage. You're married, okay? That's your, we marry. We're, we're committed, we bond, we, we did this under God. We, we did this. But in a situationship, it's murky because they don't talk about it. So these are some of the things that they talk about. Your situationship is not committed by you. You don't make a commitment. They also talk about one person usually ends up wanting more, meaning we started off this way, but now I want more. I want you to be with me. I want you to, to let people know, meaning a situationship can quickly turn toxic because as time passes, one person usually ends up wanting a real defined relationship, like you said, a marriage or something while the other enjoys the arrangement as it is. This can lead to an unbalanced dynamic. That's what I'm trying to do, is to educate individuals so that they don't get caught up in this unbalanced dynamic because they will have the ability to talk to the other person to see, are we dating with a purpose? Or do you plan on marrying me? you got individuals that have been dating and been together with people for 15, 16 years and never got a ring or a commitment. What are you doing? So what would, would it be better to talk about pair bonding? What do you mean by pair bonding? Um, a man can sleep with a bunch of women and not feel anything at all. Uh, I don't women. Agree. No, he no. I'm I'm telling. I, nah, I've I've experienced uh, two different cultures. Um, mm-hmm. But a woman, when she sleeps with multiple men, her ability to hold on to a relationship uh, long term is nearly impossible because she's already experienced several different partners. Now, see, I disagree with that. I'm gonna tell you this too. Why? Sometimes men love deeper than women. If a man is sleeping with a bunch of different women, he may still catch feelings for some of them. He may, it may be a sex, and that could be a sex addiction when you're having multiple partners. So when we start talking about the feelings that we feel, those feelings can come from all different types of ways. You can have feelings for a person and not even have been intimate with that person because there's different types, well, they haven't been physically intimate with the person because there's different types of intimacy. You know, you got intellectual intimacy, you got recreational intimacy, you got spiritual intimacy. So to just say that it's okay for people to sleep with a bunch of people and and no, okay, because <laughs> no, I'm, not I'm saying bi- biologically, biologically men are supposed to spread their seed. That's the entire point. That's why lust is worse for men than it is for women, right? Well. Like I said, it sounds like now you're flipping from what you was previously saying about monogamy and one person, and now it's a yes, you should you should be with one person. Yes, ma'am. So I, I hear what you're saying, but I'm going to go back to situationship. Situationship can keep us from finding the real thing. Because while you're so busy playing, like you're talking about a man sleeping with a whole bunch of different women, he ain't going to catch feelings. He going to catch feelings for somebody. And if somebody starts playing with his toys, 
He could want his children off else. And that's going to be one of the ways you know he's feeling for somebody, because if not, he wouldn't care if somebody else took his toy. So we got to be All careful right. and mindful yeah, with yes, doing ma'am. these things. I'm, sa- I'm saying that I'm saying that men don't have the same imperative with pair bonding that women have. I, I wanted to be very clear about that because it's really important that women don't be lied to, um, especially in the Western world where we create everything. Uh, women should be very careful about who they choose because the more people they choose, the less bonded they'll be to the person that they end up choosing and the person that end up, ends up choosing them. Men don't have that same um, encounter, and I, and I say that going to four different continents. Uh, I, I've been I've been around the block a few times. I know I know what this is, and I don't think that um, it's a good idea for uh, women to do that. Say this too. I've seen and I know a lot of men that have been broken and wounded by women. So when men think that they can just go around and just be Mr. King Dingaling, sometimes that blow up in their face because they're looking for some certain things too that they may not be getting. And if you out there spreading your wings, you might mess around and be winding up six feet deep because now you're not caught something while you're out there spreading your wings. So you gotta. It's not only physical. It's also mental. It's a mental thing. Because I didn't know much about peer bonding, I just looked up in regards to that. Because one thing I'm not going to do is talk about something that I don't know anything about. And when it talks about what are some of the signs of peer bonding, they talk about some of the signs. You can't get enough of your partner. You're, you act irrationally around them. Cuddling is your favorite thing about sex. So some of this stuff just sounds sexual. That's a negative. Like, that's the negative aspects. That's the worst parts of. That's when you're excessive. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm saying. I'm not saying that men. No. When when men commit to a relationship and they're deceived because they mm-hmm. committed. Yes, they're obviously going to be very yeah. maniacal in those situations. You absolutely. Gonna, if you got all these multiple partners that you say they can spread their wings. No, I'm it saying makes- it's a bad idea for everybody all the time. Mhm. So let me get Don't back to the that. situation. Let me get back Go to the situation. If situationship keeps us from finding the real thing, meaning if you want a relationship, then a situationship is rarely worth your energy because you caught up over here and you're not paying attention to the fact that something may be sparking your interest over there to where you may miss your chances to connect with another person who wants the same thing you do. Now, if you are in a situationship, you can also be messing with our collective conception of a healthy relationship. Now, if you both agree that, you know what, this is what we're doing, we don't have no commitment, I'm not saying an open relationship, but right now I'm not available for whatever reason, you may not be available for whatever reason, but together we're coming together as if we are just this big old happy couple. Some would say, well, what's wrong with that, Jeanette? But it 
then if you want more and the person tells you, oh, you how and you knew I didn't want to be in a relationship or from the get-go, I don't want all of the commitments. I don't want to be reporting to you, coming home every day. I don't want to be all of this that goes along with it because sometimes they feel safe. Mr. Riley, what's your take on that with a situationship, how sometimes it makes people feel safe? I mean, if you didn't feel safe, you wouldn't be in a situationship. Because once again, a situationship is as you describe it. It's two people in a relationship that's not committed. So if there's no commitment, how could one even think about being committed? Correct. If the left hand don't know what the right hand doing, how can the right hand understand the left hand? Correct. I see confused when everybody has herpes, AIDS, gonorrhea, and all the other things. Because if you're just passing each other around like ragdolls sexually, come on, guys. You well, you know, first of all, sir, you stuck on the sexual aspect of it. That's not the whole 90%, 99.9% of the situationship, a relationship, friendship. It's not all about sex. That's just a part that comes with it. Or if you have relationship, that's not a friendship. And if it's not a relationship, then it's sexual. It is between. Before you have a relationship or a situationship with a person, you start off dating. Yes. And then after the date, you two individuals figure out if they're going to take it to the next stage. And then the after that date, they, they figure out if they're going to go on a second date or a third date. Which and what is the situation shift to you, sir? I beg your pardon? What is the situation shift to you, sir? It's the dating situation that has room for growth, error, and everything else that comes along in a relationship when you're getting to know someone. But we have a word for that already. It's called a relationship. Well, this, that's no, well, we situation. got a new word for it. It's called a situationship. A relationship is one that's been defined. A, a situationship don't have no definition. It's right. This is a modern time. creation, right? This is a who? Uh, a modern. This is something that we just invented in the past, like twenty or thirty years, right? Yeah, well, like we invented the DYQ and the FBI and the CCT. All this stuff is new. No, okay, we had the FBI back in the 1940s. Like, okay, sir, sir, let me say this. You can't make them commit if they don't want to commit to you. Meaning, in other words, if someone say that they don't want a relationship, please believe them. So when they're in yes, a situation... Yeah. You meet people and they will say, I'm just getting out of a marriage. I'm not ready to put my own and all. But I want to go out, go to dinner, listen to music, might have to go to the casino. I want to do these things. But I don't, I'm not ready to just say, I want to jump into this. It doesn't mean i got to have sex with you. So we're developing no. friendships and a relationship because we're dating, we're getting to know each other. Now, that person 
I don't know if that person is available unless I talk to them. They could be having something going on with somebody else. So now I got myself into a situationship because I never really defined, except for me saying I was ready, but they could have been ready for something. You, you can understand how that might be a little bit different for women than it is for men, right? Because what you're talking about sounds like having a guy pay for your meal in your movie. Sir, you know what? I ain't even that type of girl because I'll pay for my own. So I don't even do that. That's not even what it's out. That's not even what I'm talking about because nowadays you got women paying to take men out. I look at it like this. If I ask the person to go, I'll pay. If they ask me to go, don't expect for me to pay if you ask me to go because you don't know what my finances are. But if it was my idea, I don't have a problem with paying. That's not how we act towards each other, ma'am. Well, that may not be how we act towards each other, but that goes back to the same thing. Why should I? I I'm saying in modernity we, we have women acting like men these days. That's not acting like a man. That's not acting like a man. I invited you to go. Going out and paying for another man to have a meal with you? No, no, acting like a no, sir, sir. That's not taking away nobody's manhood either. It's, it's not, not taking away anybody's manhood. I'm saying this is this is where we're we're completely uh, erasing norms that have been around for a long period of time. And I'm saying this is why it's so confusing these days. That's why the concept of a situation shift is even on our tongues these days. This, this has never happened before. Sir, sir, you're making it more complicated for me to explain to the listeners what it's even about. Because you're yeah, going back I don't think he's been on the He's going back and forth. Oh, he did. He don't. Let me hang this up. He don't. He don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, so easy to hang up and censor people. Yeah. Oh, it's not a hanging <laughs> up, sir. It's you're confusing the audience more. It, because it doesn't make explain. sense. You're not explaining it well. I'm happy to hear you out, but it doesn't okay, make so sense. Okay, so hear me out, sir. You asked me a question, and the way it was going was as if a woman is expecting a man to go and spend his money to take her out. No, no, and I shared with you. If I invited you somewhere, I will pay for it. I invited you. I don't care what your genitals are because I invited you. I don't expect for you as a man to be able to just always do things because I don't know your situation. That's why we got to communicate. All this is about is communicating, talking to each other. Where are you going in life? What are your intentions with me? What are we doing? It's communicating. We can't stay in the path of the way things used to be. Like you went from a man having and sleeping with as many women as he wanted, but a woman can't do. No, we're not doing all of that. No. I said that was wrong. I said that was wrong. Okay. So when we when we talk about relationships, like I said, a lot of times people don't even realize that they may be dating. It's like an emotionally unavailable. There are emotionally unavailable men as well as emotionally unavailable women, meaning you can 
want to be with someone, you may even want to see this person as your wife. But if this person is not available, for whatever reason, they're just not available. And it doesn't make a benefit. What is what? Who does this benefit? This concept, who does it benefit? In regards to what do you mean, who does it benefit? What you want it to be is you want it to be mutual to where we have an understanding of where we're going in life. If you're married, you want it to be mutual. You don't want it to just benefit the wife and not benefit the husband. You want it to be mutual. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. So who does this concept of a situationship benefit? The situationship is about communication. I need to know, am I wasting my time with you? Are we in a situationship? You never told me you want to be with me. So if you tell me you want to be with me, now it's mutual. But if it's a situationship, you're saying The situationship is a precursor to a relationship. It is. Because it's a relationship that's higher than a friendship, but there's no commitment. And if there's no commitment, then what's the point? Even as a friend, you have a commitment to your friend. Some people, you got friends that are not even loyal to commit. Your best friend and will stab you in the back. No, ma'am, I don't, but that might be true for some people. you know what? If I was your therapist, I'm quite sure there have been some. Because we all, everybody don't know how to be a friend. Some people want a friend, but they may not be friendly to others. Now, here, here is some things that I want to go over, because I know we only got like nine minutes left on the show. Ten signs you're in a situation and how to deal with it. Here are some of the signs. Now, I, I said some things earlier regards to how you know, because like I said, some people wouldn't even, they wouldn't even know, meaning you see in someone, but you're confused about the status of the commitment between the two, and you might be stuck in a situation because like I said, they didn't say nothing to you. Like I said, it's a relationship without labels, meaning if you've been seeing a person for a while, you haven't defined it, you want to talk to the person because you might be in a situation you're not consistent, meaning unlike the consistency of a relationship where people are more frequently over time, situations, or about, you know, sporadic meetings, you see each other regularly for a while, and then you don't hear from them, meaning they kind of like ghost you, they disappear. Sometimes you feel stuck, meaning relationships have milestones from saying, I love you, for the first time to celebrate the anniversary. Intimacy increases over time. So when you start walking away from your situationship, you may be, it may be the right thing if you're looking for something serious, meaning if I know that I want to get married, if I know that I'm just more than a girlfriend type, I'm not going to get caught up in no situationship because that's not going to work for me. But by that same token, I'm not going to go tell no guy first date, you going to be my husband and run the man off. I'm not going to do that. So it comes over time. Another thing. That should be a conversation on the first date. I'm looking for a husband. I'm looking for a wife. 
You can't have that conversation. And that Why not? Mitchell, you, I just said you can't. You could tell them that. Uh, yeah, why? But yeah, if, I know. You said you can, but why not? Why can you not be honest oh, from the get-go? You can be honest from the get-go, but what if that woman never called you again? Then if you're you know, going to talk to the next woman and the next woman after that, and you're going to find someone that says, yeah, I'd like to be a wife someday. Let's see if this works. Okay, and that's fine. And that person could be on psych meds, can be having all kinds. And that's fine. Yeah, well, my question is this. This is my question. What if in the course you find this person, y'all get to know each other? First, y'all have a goal. Well, yeah, we're going to be husband and wife. But after you get to know this person, you might say, oh, I don't like her. She digs in her nose. Oh, I don't like her. She don't take showers. That's going to change your whole perception because I'm quite sure you're not going to want a wife like that. True yeah, you get, you get to know somebody. But you, it's better to know somebody that has a clear meaning than get to know somebody that you actually would want to be your spouse and they have no want to be yours. Yeah, it's better well, to know that from the get-go. That's where a situationship gets involved because it's a situationship before you turn it into a relationship. You're just mm-hmm. getting to know a person. And after you get well, to know a person, that, you start yeah, setting think, goals. Please. You start setting goals with this person, which turns it into a relationship. Because now you and this person is talking. Y'all, y'all are discussing things on how to go further in the future. So, therefore, the situationship turned around and became a relationship because now you have two individuals relating to one another. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, no, that's what I was asking before was the um, situationship is a precursor to a friendship, to a precursor to a relationship. It it's just sounds a like a lot of steps when you could have just said the first thing the entire already. time. Yeah, you've already started <laughs> off being friends. It's not a precursor to a friendship. A, a and precursor then it's hurt. Okay, so a friendship can turn into a situationship that can turn into a relationship? Yes. Yes. I, I, and it can turn I don't understand marriage. modernity, man. They can't because before you yeah, have a friend, before you have a friend, you want to introduce yourself. So you're going to introduce yourself. Hi, my name is so and so. What's your name? They tell you. You start. Hey, you know what? You find you got common interests. That's a friendship. Then from your friendship, you can take it a little further into a situationship. It could stay a situationship if you don't go no further. But then if you say, hey, you know what? I would like to, or you know what, will you be my girlfriend? Will you be my wife? Now we're defining it. A situationship is just undefined. You don't know what you're doing. So this exists, so the concept of a situationship exists because people are awkward today? Not because they're, I'm not going to say because they're awkward today. I want to say that some individuals don't know how to communicate with I mean, it's mostly happening in cities, right? Where people don't no. make eye contact anymore? No, this thing I don't do with making eye contact anymore. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. No, I, I, I I'm from <laughs> Chicago, so yeah, people don't make eye contact anymore after COVID, well, especially. Let me let me say this. Sometimes not making eye contact, they used to say, was a cultural thing because some people viewed it as a disrespect. 
Some people view it as if you don't look me in the eyes, you're lying to me. People have their own perception over people looking you in the eye. So we're not Filipinos any- and we're not native tribes from South America, so that makes no sense for Americans. Not even the Filipinos are the native tribes of where that originated from either. That's not where it started. Okay? I, don't, I don't need to. I'm American. Okay. So, therefore, when we come in with our own, we, it's about being more, you don't have to agree. I tell people this. It's okay to disagree. It's not okay to disrespect. We should not disrespect individuals. And sometimes when we open our mouths, we tell a lot about ourselves. We tell our fears. We tell our insecurities. Sometimes we tell our educational level because we open our mouths and sometimes we can insert flesh. And sometimes when individuals are even dating and they're dating individuals and they're going out on dates and they're picking up on these things, sometimes that's a turnoff. And that may not even be the real person because they may have to they're impersonators because they're afraid. So therefore we start talking and we want to get to know about a person, we want to ask open-ended questions. We want to know what is it that you like, what is it that you don't like. How do you like spending your time? Like Jerome was saying, she may look good, but if she may not take a shower every day, then what? What is her temperament like? You may not want to be bothered with that. That way it may not be wifey material. They may not be domestic. You may want a home-cooked meal. She may not know how to cook or may not be even You're you're telling me that it wouldn't be easier to just buy a $40 high-pressure hose and just spray it down the yard? I'm just kidding. You know I'm just you, 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 I don't know if you're trying to be funny or serious or facetious. I have no idea, but I'm just not going to entertain that. But bonnet No, that was talking, sarcasm. I'm Irish. Yeah, it too. But when we start talking about um, the situation, I want to talk about the 14 rules to, of what to watch for. They got 18 signs. You're in the situation. And what it really And I want to so that they can have a concept. And if you want to hear what Stefan Speaks has to say about it, I really enjoyed listening to what he had to say because I looked at it as sometimes you could just be wasting your time and you don't want to do that. Time is precious. And I've known individuals that have been in relationships with individuals for years and years and years, and the relationship wasn't going anywhere, and they didn't know what to do or you know, how to go about it. So I was looking for something, and I kind of lost it. But I want to say, here are some of the pros and cons. A pro, you still have the thrill of the chase. The cons. The pro, no pressure. The con, you could potentially ruin a friendship. The pro, it's easy to build out when you want to. The con, you're not building a future. The pro, there are no awkward social responsibilities, meaning that you don't even have to worry about what society or what people think or what other people think because this is something that maybe the two of you have talked about or if the group, you want to let them, you want to let them know. Well, what do you want to listen to relationship before we end the show? I'm just saying if you feel no shame, uh, then you're not going to have any responsibility for your actions. You're not going to expect any backlash from your friends or family if you get into a situationship or 
whatever loose defined relationship they get into. You should probably uh, do nothing to embarrass your family or your community. Started speaking, but I'm gonna let you finish. So when you what you were saying was you want the listeners to know what you're not gonna have no shame from the family and all of this stuff. But I mean I'm I don't even know what your name. Ha- I'm Joshua, man. How are you doing? Joshua. Okay, Joshua. So what are you saying? What would you what do you want the listeners to get from your perspective of a situation I'm saying that you should do nothing to shame yourself, your family, or your community. Okay. Well, what do you want the listeners to know about a situation either how to avoid it, if they're in it, what would you want them to know? Oh no, I thought I thought he was talking now. No, that's what I no. wanted people to know. Back to the other caller or that was on the phone. Now oh, sorry. um want the listeners to know, like I said, there's a lot of information about there and situationships is nothing if not at all about hope. Sometimes we hope sometimes individuals, like I said, we can be in all kind of relationships. We got people in domestic violent relationships. We got individuals in relationships with people that we know that have addictions. We got people that are in unhealthy relationships and don't know how to get out of them. What I would say is talk to someone, talk to a professional, talk to your mate. If you don't feel comfortable talking to that person or if you go to that person and you're telling them that what I'm looking for, it doesn't seem as if, you are willing, ready, or able to give me, don't give ultimatums. Don't give demands. There are roadblocks to communication. Communication is not just about talking. It's also about listening. Don't take things Address your trauma or past relationships before you project those things onto other people. Because that's how some people get caught up in situationships because of the past and what they experienced. That fear gets brought into other relationships, healthy and heat. A relationship not 50-50, it's 100-100. You give 100, the other person give 100. Then that way you know where you're going. If things go bad along the road or you start running into bumps and bruises, talk about it. These women should communicate. Don't hide. Don't feel. I tell people when you shame, Joshua, guilt is something that we feel. Shame is something people want us to feel. You don't go into relationships for your family or your friends. You go into relationships because it's something that you're looking for and you want in order for you to basically be able to socialize and communicate with another person. So these no, are just ma'am, some I'm of the Catholic. Shame, shame is about 80% of our belief structure. Okay. And I'm not going to, if that's your belief, I'm Christian. So we all have our own belief systems. We all have our core belief systems, how we do things. But living in shame, shame is not going to get people anywhere. Like I said, guilt is something we feel. Shame is what people want us to feel. And they want you to feel ashamed. And shame does no, not always that's, that's introspection. Introspection causes shame, not other people. Introspection, looking at your own behavior and seeing how you impact the outside world, your friends, your family, your community, 
That's what brings That's shame. It's an inner work. You, you. That is not how you go view yourself. Okay. But like I said, we all have our own core beliefs. I'm not going to argue with you on that, sir. So, again, thank you for, Joshua, thank you for your input. Appreciate your input. Well, thank you for joining. And look up situationship. If you're not happy in your situation or your relationship, if you're not knowing where you're going as you're dating, if you're not dating with a purpose, don't waste your time. Or if you're happy with it and you're okay with it and you both agree to it, hey, that's what you do. You grown, you're consenting adults. So, again, thank you, and enjoy the rest of your day. And thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments, Blog Talk Radio.